You're about to listen to the Rassam Sharif podcast. This effort is made possible by our monthly supporters on Patreon. Please visit patreon.com slash Sharif to become a monthly patron and help us make more projects like this one. So find a posture of dignity, take a deep breath, and join us for today's episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. A sense of peace be upon you, around you, and may peace emanate in all things that you do. Welcome, friends, listeners around the world. Welcome to the Sheikh and Small Fies podcast with my co host, Dr. Gina. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be upon you, Gina. How's it going? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Alhamdulillah. It's going. How are you feeling? Very well. I feel like a million dollars. That is amazing. Amazing. And that takes us into uh, this is being recorded on during my birthday weekend. So whatever that means for folks out there being born, (laughs) being born where I was born, grow up, growing up in the culture scape that I grew up in. Uh, it is, it's a moment to celebrate for me, accomplishments, Mm -hmm. life. And I spent that weekend in California, in Southern California, um, doing things that I did when I was nine and 10 years old, (laughs) riding the waves and and just having an unbelievable time. Absolutely. And, And it made me reminisce. It made me reminisce and think about I have the podcast coming, you know, can I step out of the box and can I dare to speak about finding paradise, accepting paradise? And I'll, I'll put some groundwork down right now. I am laying feelings and foundations that came from the idea or question proposed what would you do? How would you live if you knew you were going to paradise? How? So take your moment. Take your moment. There's a lot to digest there because then you immediately think of all the bad and negative things in your life. But if you did entertain for a moment, how would I live if I knew? Would all the problems of my life be the same if I was entertaining paradise as my ultimate destination? So a lot of the wants and material, a lot, it's not that you won't desire them, but it won't become the ultimate goal. And if you knew you were going to paradise, would you still experience jealousy, backbiting? Would you still experience envy the same way? So I, I, E, I want you to swim in that. My idea is no, friend, if you thought about it long enough, you would entertain paradise and you would say, okay, I'm not going to be revengeful. I don't want to be hateful. Then comes your next step of, then what do I do with the difficult moments? What do I do when I miss a morning prayer? Or what do I do with the, I, I feel fully crummy? Or what about three months from now when I don't feel this chipper and amazing? Before we even answer it, Is the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of life enough to erase the possibility of paradise? Like, are you willing? No, 
No. Are you willing to say, oh, just because life goes up and down, then that's why I'm not going to Paris. Okay. So let me, let me wrap this up in a, in a small samosa for us all then. How would I live if I knew I was going to paradise? You start answering that question. It's hard. It's hard in the ultimate now in, in, in via a podcast to even think of bliss and joy and happiness and knowing that the ultimate form of paradise isn't going to be sensuality or food or clothing or recognition. It's going to be seeing, experiencing, knowing what is source, God, Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if yes. you ever wondered, if you ever wondered whether source had kids, you could ask them up there. You can ask him if he had some kids or sons or daughters or we'll talk to some angels about that too. Some of the pagans believed the angels were the daughters of God. Getting back to the nip it in a samosa. Mm-hmm. If you lived as if you were going to paradise, Dr. Gina, my premise is that you would spend much more of your life seeking bliss, joy, happiness. Mm-hmm. And there it is. That is my finding paradise. If we knew we were ultimately going there, then I I kind of put this ball of energy over to you and the listeners. Then would you be able to spend a few more moments in bliss? In everything you know about mindful eating, you know about uh, breathing and meditation, if you weren't fighting to get something or get somewhere or achieve some status and you knew the destination was paradise, I think that's a super new age, complicated way of explaining how to be. No status, no achievement, no minutes counted on my phone. Look, you meditated for four minutes. Just nothing around you and complete joy. Could we entertain that? Could we say, I want more moments? And Dr. Gina, I would love as as we are all venturing out and and listening to the words to say, can I take this moment? What, What is he talking about? Can I have, then I ask you all, take this moment. Is this an amazing moment right now? Are you in a great place listening, hearing, sharing thoughts with thousands of people out there. And I do believe, Dr. Gina, my answer is I had to remove myself from the daily grind, from going to the studio, from getting into work. And I wondered, as I went to an amazing restaurant to eat food, uh, uh, that it was Jumu'ah, as I swam in the ocean, as I saw exotic cars, as I it took in every excitement that got better and better and better and better. I kept telling myself, are you going to get addicted to the novelty, the newness, the excitement of, oh, wow. Or when I drank the water that got me to the top of the summit, that was just as oh wowness. That was just as oh wow. And can I sit and listen to a podcast and say, oh wow, 
I, I allow myself to have joy and bliss. Not I want to listen to with Sam's podcast. I want to listen to the Sheikh and Small Fry's podcast and, and get some high, get some excitement out of it. And then they'll like excitement, religiosity, then I'll feel it, then I'll go up and down. No, I'm saying friends, if you're here with me and us, and you're hearing my voice and it's reaching you, then joy is your choice. Destination paradise is a consequence of God's love. You can't help it, right? Source made you. I I don't know how else to put it to you. Source made you. I'm sorry it's this easy. I I don't know. Like I, life is not easy though. The understanding and accepting and taking the fact that there's a good chance source created you to end up in paradise. The life that you're living now and the choices that you have ahead of you, they look pretty much like you're headed to paradise. So if you put that on a cruise control, EV pilot mode, and then you said, okay, let me love, live, let me interact to the best of my ability with those whom I love, it's very difficult. They're all going to snare back at you. No one close to you will allow you to love them. That's why when you adopt the feeling that you're going to paradise, you will immediately see the people closest to you become the hardest to stay. You're like, oh, nobody understands me. Then you'll find, you'll go and be loving to all these random folks in the world and they'll give you a bright smile And then you'll think, oh, I found my people outside. You know what? If you're going to paradise, then be able to go to paradise with the beloved folks around you. It takes time. It takes time to be with people. And that means you have to be with yourself. If you're going to paradise, then sit with yourself. Be someone who is, who someone (laughs) won't mind being the neighbor with in paradise. And so as you're having your second samosa, if you are destined for paradise and you are looking for joy and bliss in as many moments in a day, then guess what? There are a whole bunch of companions just like you, just like us, who are all headed to paradise, who are all looking for the bliss of others. And I'd like to, all all of us in this exact moment, if you're having a little trouble accepting your own paradise, oh, my source, I want to be a great neighbor, a great companion in paradise. And with that, you can have your third samosa and chomp away. I'm making that neuro connection. Next time you bite into a, a fried snack food, you're going to be like, I think I'm going to paradise. And maybe I don't need fried food anymore because I can have joy in any one moment with the crispness of the water and the sunshine touching my face. I think we're ready to go. Are we ready, Dr. Gina and listeners, to find paradise? Yes, yes. And I think for me, if I knew I was going to paradise, gratitude would be the thing that would come to my mind. I could be so grateful that I could share that gratitude. What would you be grateful for? What's gratitude? Grateful for being alive. Grateful for being here. Grateful for being able to learn, to be able to make mistakes and realize that I'm still going to paradise, even though I'm imperfect. 
and that it's a gift that someone that God has subhanAllah ta'ala has given us paradise and just being able to take that love and share it with other people and, and be more patient with other people because I mean if you're all on a you know on an airplane going to paradise so to speak you know you're just happy you're going to the same destination so yeah alhamdulillah. Yes. and if I can share what does it mean if I knew I was going to paradise if I knew I was going to paradise, I would want to make paradise for as many people on earth. Let me deconstruct. If I was some know I'm going to paradise, I would like to find the person who may be stuck on the side of the road, uh, like their tire popped, and become their paradise. Like, oh, you just saved my life. And by that to me is if I, if I can wake up every day saying, well, you're going to paradise, go find all as many people who don't think they're going to paradise. When your tires popped on the side of the road, sometimes you don't think you're going to paradise. And then be there for them in that moment, serve them, take care of them, pay for them. Oh, I don't have some money. Oh, I don't have, like, I don't have something. And then provide that thing for them and then when they're provided they'll think uh, their prayers like oh my prayers brought this to me so i'd like to be one of god's servants definitely i would like to be a someone that when they make a prayer god sends me there to take care of them because i know i'm going to paradise then when i leave that person will be like god heard my prayers i'm going to paradise god heard my prayers i am I am, uh, you know, I, I'm loved. So that's, I would like to be, if I knew I was going to paradise, then I would like to be God's love on earth. That that would be awesome. Because then you know you're going to paradise. And then when you get there, you want to be like, you. I want to enter paradise slightly bashfully. Like, no, no, Allah, it was all you. It was all you. <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. It was like, you you got me all these gigs, all mm -hmm. these gigs to go help your creatures. Mm -hmm. So there's a, there's a book in the studio. Have you seen the cover? The, little, the light, the light that was. It's a, it's a story. It's a storybook about um, source creates all the souls and then the souls want to know what they are i will look up the book and i'll tell us uh, it's in the studio um it, so friends the, the point uh, off topic excuse me uh, the point is my understanding of uh how i when i say but i know i'm going to paradise then that that's where the service comes from when someone says are you always so nice and i'm like Oh, I guess only when I think I'm going to paradise. <laughs> only when I only when I feel like I'm going to paradise, then yeah, I'm super nice. I, I like to serve. How are you so patient? It's like I'm not being patient. Like I'm not, it's kind of like I'm customer service for God. You know, like if I'm doing mm -hmm. something nice for someone, you want to be customer service and be like, yes, I provided the best. Like if, if you're helping someone, serving someone, you can't do it. Uh, you can't do it with a sense of I'm helping you. You got to do it 
as if you know God sent you and you're doing you're doing it as a as a roadside assistant or as if some profession be professional in your I think that's the word in Arabic for ihsan, mm-hmm. which means to do something as if God sees you. And that kind of has Catholicized has a negative vibe, like, oh, God's watching you. So the next level of ihsan is do it as if you're doing it in front of God. Mm-hmm. Wow, that changes. Like, how would you change someone's tire if you were? You know, changing it for the boss. Mm-hmm. You know, where the boss, the boss. Ah, I think I see service as a um, service as its own entity. You are a servant subject in the kingdom of God. So, if you see yourself as I work for the Lord, I guess all these words get a little bit dangerous, right? Because then you mm-hmm, get some mm-hmm. random person who walked up to you in the airport <laughs> excuse me and said um god told me to tell you this it's like no no guys that's not i'm talking solely without my mouth but service mm-hmm. of um helping someone paying for the food paying for someone's food uh yes. that i think is all service to is is to you are a servant what if you were a soldier in the kingdom of god you're not going to be fighting wars. You're going to be serving mm-hmm. mankind. This point I've had a lot. Why wouldn't we see ourselves as soldiers of God? And then as soon as someone's like soldiers, what is your definition? Is a soldier fighting 90% of the time? Oh, uh, I know that you have more Navy and Army. Yes, no, no, they're not. They're not fighting 90% of the time. Oh, and, and, what are they doing? They're maintaining peace. If anything, like building bridges, dams, they're helping folks. Uh, if anything, the presence of a soldier, it upkeeps peace. Mm-hmm. So if you yes. were a soldier in the kingdom of God, you would be helping people put their bags up. You wouldn't be fighting. Like I don't see soldier as a I see the the idea of, you know, making them fight as toys. But a real soldier, if you see a man wearing boots or a woman with her cap on, mm-hmm. they're serving, right? Thank you for your service. Yes, yes, exactly. No one's fighting. So why wouldn't we, why don't we see ourselves? Uh, well, I can answer that. We don't see ourselves because we don't think we're going to paradise. And the luxury of not believing in paradise, it lets you sulk a lot. It, it's, it's really nice. Like, oh, I'm not going to heaven. Let me eat some potato chips. Because it all boils down to that, right? Mm. Oh, uh, I'm sad. So I'm going to fill that love with drugs, pornography. I'm going to fill it with something else, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, and uh, any folks who feel slightly triggered, like uh, you're brushed off no friend we overeat to fill the void we listen we lose ourselves in the music or mm-hmm. we, we do that so we can fill that uh, emptiness the void uh we negate god so profusely we hate there is no god everything god is a woman god we scream because we're we're yelling like the proverbial you know child 
know, mm-hmm. you don't you don't love me. Mm-hmm. And then we yeah. Oh wait, and then we do not wait, but um intercourse, uh sexuality, sensual. I'm sorry, friends, but it's the closest you can get to leaving um the world. You 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 leave the world with another person and you can mm-hmm. right to hold it, it, yeah yeah in french they call it they call orgasm the little death la petite <sighs> mort yes <laughs> one more time la petite mort la the little petite. death okay. yes um I, I wanted to catch it on the audio it's mm-hmm. it's important it's important for everyone to see that sure i mean and then uh, Dr. Gina, if you for a second stepped into that for a realm, you get the idea of when the, the phrase of 70,000 creatures of light, 70,000 women, uh, uh, feminine energy of paradise, it's like the, it's the, it's not the number 70,000. It's the most that you could have. Like, don't, don't lose yourself in this world and uh they and sedate yourself with food sex drugs uh, sensuality don't sedate yourself uh and i think that all of that boils down to so then you know what's the answer i'm depressed i'm sad i'm 80 i'm attend i don't have proper attention it's like, no, we all have some form and we've learned to medicate it externally. We have some form that you can, uh, uh, I have definitely have some issue. If I, if I sit long enough, I'm sure there are some issues that you could find and medicate. Except if I continue to deep dive myself and say, I am headed to paradise. I have a lot of darkness to continue working on. And I work on those at night in front of my Lord. You know, is it a, a little bit of sleep deprivation? Yeah, I think a little bit of sleep deprivation does that for me. And then I go out and serve. So do you see how why I call it a cop-out? Oh, I'm not going to heaven. It's so easy then. You get to mm-hmm. continue living. You get to continue living the, I'm not, I'm not enough. So, because I'm not enough, I get to keep, you know, I get to keep falling prey to the same old human stuff. But as a believer in source, soul, paradise, and the rest of it, and the throne, belief in the throne, Dr. Gina, am I too arrogant or bold or aggressive to say, evolve? Like, evolve, oh, believing folk. If, like, is this, is this where the pastor starts flipping out, starts swearing and fussing? <laughs> fire like, and brimstone, except you're going to heaven. The other, it's not really fire like, and brimstone, the, it's the opposite. <laughs> what the flipping backflips? Uh, you're going to heaven now. Oh, like, yes, feel the joy of going to heaven now. Now get, get to loving. Well, feel the love. First, you have to feel the love, right? Mm-hmm. First, you have to feel it. And once you can feel the love, friends, then I guess you'll start cussing and swearing at the heavens. And you'll be like, oh, my God, my Lord, I'm so sorry. Old habits, old habits. And then, you, and then you'll smile at your Lord. You're like, oh, my God. I, that's like, you remember the old days, Allah. When I didn't think, oh, oh source, when I didn't think I was going to paradise. 
those silly days when I worshipped my sins, when I worshipped my faults and my, and I, what is not enoughness? I still think it's, if you're not enough, the manufacturer is flawed. Am I wrong? I'm yeah. asking Wasam, if you're so dumb, if you're so dumb and, and not enough and not good and all this stuff, then, then is the manufacturer wrong? Okay, now flip, flip the switch and say, oh no, I'll get arrogant. Go suck a lemon, you'll get arrogant. Because when you get, oh, I'm the best, then look at, uh, yes, you're a really good mealy vac, mealy vacuum. You're a really good Kirby vacuum, but you're one of many vacuums. The manufacturer is amazing, right? The manufacturer, no one Rolls Royce starts self-driving and saying, I'm the best Rolls Royce. <laughs> I am sentient and now I'm the best. Hey, no, I, look, Rolls Royce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I robot Rolls Royce. Um, too, too close to Hollywood. <laughs> I'm sorry, I imagine your pretentious car. I'm sorry, sir. You may not park next to me. I am the best Rolls Royce ever. Ever. This feels like a plot. This feels don't, like a plot. Don't, plot of, your, don't park uh, your jalopy next to me. Of a Thai film. Like a, 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 a lower budget film. I feel like they got their hands on a phantom and they crossed Knight Rider with... Uh, a talking phantom story and thank you listeners we are back <laughs> we are with you <laughs> to say we are amazing creatures so as soon as you feel arrogant turn it back feel it feel it like i am great uh, my quick definition of arrogance is not to feel you're great but to feel you're better so if you're willing to uh, feel that you are great and then connect it back to the manufacturer friend I think you are on your way to, I believe I'm speaking what we've tried to uncover for 50 plus episodes, life purpose. How do you find that life purpose? How do you live it? Well, yes. you have to be loved, right? They have to feel loved. It, it, and, and I do want to add something and stop comparing yourself to everyone else. I think that we're, we, in order to try to say that we're better in some way, are using the wrong metric that we are comparing ourselves to other people rather than looking at our own personal growth and realizing that we don't need to compare ourselves. We don't need to be in that competition. God made us who we are and he made us the best us. I, I, yes, like, yes. And it's almost like you're speaking your reality and I agree with you. And I realized though, I can't agree. I have to find it myself. Mm -hmm. I have to keep it myself. May I venture into it's a sensitive uh, realm? Could be more a personal thing. But Dr. Gina, do you recognize? I don't think that if I was born without religion, without God, um, I don't know that I would find it. I don't. And then if I did find it, what you uh, you were you found God. Okay, let's say you're some some mm -hmm. woman who who some woman who's uh, you know financially destitute and and lives in Honduras and you know your your tribe converted so your husband said and you did. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, eight year PhD uh, in in 
in a science in the science of linguists of sounds and phonetics um and you wrote a dissertation on, on, on a specific on the new cutting edge of using a device mm -hmm. while teaching people it's like oh okay yeah she's a bookworm whatever she found mm -hmm. no she's also a second degree back belt and i'm not complimenting you i am saying you went through a whole journey of life would you for a moment I, I painted that picture of you mm -hmm. to say sure there is no metric no one can no one can measure what you did because you're the only one who did yes but could you take us to a moment because i feel like a lot of listeners may be in a moment where how can i accept or think about paradise the destination could mm -hmm. you walk us through could you give us a thought of how do you know when mm -hmm. you're going to convert? How do I, I know? I, yeah, how did you know? And I gasped, I, I gave a gasp because I think I, I heard the gradualness that it did. You know, yes, I, yes. I guess this is the best way to put it. I was 23 years old when I first heard about Islam, right? And I've talked to you about my, I call it my ironic luck. And how long was it before I became Muslim? Subhanallah, 23 years. 23 years. So yes, it is a gradual process. If you asked me at 23 if I was going to become Muslim, I would have been like, no, I, I don't need to become Muslim. I can just believe the Quran is the, book, the word of God, and I can just believe in Muhammad, because that's what I thought at the time. So it didn't, and I didn't even know you had to take the Shahada at the time. I just... You know, I just thought, okay, that I'll just agree with my dear friend who's told me the truth and I believe her and I'll just keep being Christian and believe that too. <laughs> That's where I started from. Right. So am I fair to say that believing paradise is the destination is something you can in a thought mm -hmm. is introduced into your mind? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got a little... I got a little <clears throat> scratch my throat mm -hmm. friends if you were to entertain today that you were going to paradise i think that would be enough for me and if you would entertain it then it would set the first domino and you would then be able to find more moments of joy leading mm -hmm. to greater satisfaction leading to service to those around you and the cycle continues before you know it you'll be a righteous god-loving human being taking care of mankind wholeheartedly and then you'll say that guy tricked me <laughs> that guy tricked me I, I wanted to be grumpy and angry i'd rather mm -hmm, sit mm -hmm. in my house and say god forgive me forgive me i hate people i hate people so then we do all have our keystone moments so you know we have those moments and for me it was when i read the quran it was surah fatiha that was the that was the keystone so there was a song that my mom taught me it was um open my eyes oh lord that i may see whatever glimpse of truth thou hast for me without thy guiding help I shall not see, open my eyes, O Lord, illumine me. And I sang that right before I read the Quran for the first time. And so then it was just that first opening chapter. That was my, 
key moment. That is yeah. that that is like a that that is the exact description no one else could give us. So on this journey, Gina, you took a step towards God, and in that moment, uh, could we could we say the l- lyrics back? I uh, and mm-hmm. it's always wonderful to feel it, Gina. Don't you now being two years into Quranic study, don't you see how you you sang a version of "Audhu Billahi Min Shaitanir Rajeem"? Yes, yes, I did. The, yeah. Can you say the lyrics? Yes, we yes, I can. Uh, open my eyes, O Lord, that I may see whatever glimpse of truth thou hast for me. Without thy guiding help, I shall not see. Open my eyes, O Lord, illumine me. Amen. Allah, Allah. And then you read Quran for the first time. Mm-hmm. My mother taught me the song to sing whenever I opened scripture. She said, before you before you open the scriptures, you must sing the song first. And now you know when you open Quran, what do you say? A'udhu billahi nirajim. Subhanallah. I, I think it's a, it's, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's a journey to say that you, you got from there which is phenomenal. And I, I, I feel like every listener got a glimpse and that was on your journey. That was on your journey to create a connection to God and ultimately seek joy, get bliss, have happiness, and then accept paradise. And then you will say, what do I do with all the time in between? You take care of mankind. A lot of people cry. A lot of people hurt. You experience a lot of happiness. And then you, you, you cry too. Life is tough. Sometimes you don't understand why people do the things that they do. Mm-hmm. But I would like to say your moment is, it's a glimpse. It's a glimpse to finding paradise. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that after that hymn, if that's the right phrase. It yes, felt- it is a hymn. It is. Yeah, it felt like if I took him back to Catholic school, um, just a lot nicer. And then I felt like you said, oh, Lord, help me see. Help me see. Illuminate me. Um, and then there's a little bit of the shaitan regime because shaitan was arrogant. So in this hymn, you're, you know, you are the one who knows. I don't know. You are the one who can show me. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's a beautiful experience. And if anyone comes full circle with us, that's my entertain paradise. Take 20 years to fully accept. Mm-hmm. Do Sure, Dr. Gina, can I leave uh, 18, 20%? 20%, I- I'm definitely thinking in the back of my heart, mm-hmm. oh, source, I really need this paradise thing to work out because I'm rolling big on paradise. I'm, I'm living big on paradise. I have a lot of expectations. I am fully invested. <laughs> I yes. have spent my agenda check um, and I'm counting on some, some, I'm counting on you, yeah, Allah. So yes, there's, there's, there's a little bit of weakness in there. Um, 
But I think to myself, is this for our for our listeners a gl- a glimpse to start the engine? Anything more than this, friend, oh listener, you have your questions. You have your well. If I was there, I could say this and I and all of your questions or thoughts are lightsabers that are trying to cut through an eventuality. I don't. I. Don't think I'm going to paradise. Sure, you can stick with that. You go down that route for your, a second. I'd rather you don't. Um, but why take a lightsaber to the destination of, thanks, source. I, I do believe I'm going to paradise. I have these worldly needs and desires, but I don't have anxiety, depression, hopelessness, and paranoia. I have joy. I have happiness. Uh, and I choose to associate that to you, source. And to me, I, I think that someone could start believing that now, seeing the good things that happen to you as a, as coming from source. That to me is is to take the stop on the thought train. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder, shall we shall we land this uh, conversation here? Do you feel satisfied? that you could, you could listen and say, well, well, how would I live if I knew I was going to paradise? How would I live if I knew I was going to paradise? Yes, yes. And you can start now living in that, whatever that is that you would live in. Because for each of us, it will be something different. And that's perfectly, that's perfectly okay. Alhamdulillah. We're all on the same team, team paradise. Alhamdulillah. Yes, for many folks outside of uh, a specific belief structure, it's going to seem different. But for everyone, I agree with you, define joy. And, and once, if it's preliminary, Richard meals, protect Philippe's, Birkin bags, clothes, cars, money, cash, uh, planes, houses, uh, please uh, pursue, look at them, see them to your heart's desire, but will it bring you joy? Okay, all of the admiration that the bags and the clothes gonna bring you, everyone sees you, now you're famous, now you people take your picture, you're a celebrity, yay. Have you, is that joy though? Did we get to the joy? I, I don't know, I'm asking you, so go, go, because that's your first route. So some of you are gonna say, oh, joy is gonna be this, okay? Go, go pursue it. And, and to my other friends, um, if you're chasing highs, come, come, take, like, take your time to think, if I did drugs every day, all day, alcohol, all, every day, all day, right? Uh, how, how high are you going to get? Like, right, how much? No, do, do it every day, all day for two years. Have you run, you ran out of money, didn't you? You ran out of money. You ran out of your family. You also don't feel motivated to do anything because guess what? Pain and discomfort is a great motivator to get you out of your current state. But if I, if I keep, I, I don't know what your high is. There are various forms, right? Mm-hmm. So either you, you PCP and you, like, you die, right? you lose your brain, turn into a zombie, or you, you take ice cream scoops out of the brain. And then for, for the folks who are 
you know, venturing to get high and consume all sorts of different chemicals. How high? That's my question. Kevin Hart asked this question. He said, I was with such and such actor on a movie set. Mm -hmm. He goes, at one point you ask yourself, how high? Like all day, every day? Okay, I guess, yes. But then, then what will it, when I, when I run out of it, then I guess the joy stops. So then that's not joy. So there are routes there. You want to go the materialistic route, please go and the status and the fame. You want to go bliss, please go that way. And sensuality, you just want to just have intercourse and this sexual mindset. Okay. But then what about the bouts in between? You get this intense pleasure, 45 seconds. I understand, okay, long time. Then what about this recovery? There's a lot of, like, isn't there emotions? It, it's, it's not going to be as fulfilling, friends. But again, it, it's going to come, it's coming from the old man who's, who's now lived <laughs> life and saying. So uh, I say, please entertain paradise. That doesn't mean you will stop pursuing pleasure. Go. I bet you, you will pursue pleasure even after you've said you're going to paradise. You'll get it experience the food the high the feeling the chill you'll get it all mm -hmm. and then you'll be like oh dude and you'll almost feel like there is more there's more than this in the apex of your pleasure in the climax you will f I, I i pray you the best i pray you happiness but it's the fleetingness it's the chasing the high i want to be happy again and then when my perfect $7 coffee is off, I come, it's more of a complaint than a joy when they get it right. Mm. But let's land that puppy. Let's land yes. it on joy. Let's yes. land it here. A'udhu billahi minash-shaytanir-rajim. Qul huwallahu ahad. Allahu swamad. Lam yalid wa lam yulad. Wa lam yakullahu. Thank you, Dr. Gina, for, for making it happen today. I know I'm out of the studio, so to any of our podcasters out there, the audio quality will return uh, to its regular broadcast quality next cast, but I wanted to capture the now. Dr. Gina, to you, how was the experience audio-wise? Were you able to catch super yeah, duper? Mm -hmm. I will see you all then as we move on to our next phase, friends. We're opening up 41. Let's see, let's see the year unfold. Next destination. We're preparing for Ramadan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.